Recorded live from the WAYOFM.org studios in the fabulous Fetter Building in Rochester, New York, and it's not snowing here yet. Welcome to Transformation Thursday. I'm Amy Stevens, and my pronouns are she, her. And I'm Penny Sterling, and my pronouns are she, her as well. In today's show, we will be discussing Amy's Facebook series titled Guidelines and Expectations to My Transition. It served her well as she transitioned to living full-time as her true self to draw boundaries with family and friends on how to interact with Amy on her terms and not the terms foisted upon transgender people by society. But for now, let's continue with that time-honored tradition of the music swell and fade out. Let's talk about change, Amy. Okay, let me see. It looks like I've got three quarters, a nickel, a Canadian loonie, and a few British tenors from when I was in London because I'm an international comedian. No, not that change. Change is in transformation. The topic of Transformation Thursday. Oh, yeah, that. Well, we're doing this podcast to highlight how much things change and how quickly they do it in society today. Everything changes, and change isn't good or bad. It just is. The more we realize that change is just the natural progression of things, the better off we'll be. Now, let's talk about change. Didn't we just do that? No, no, not the last one. The first one. The coins. Money. About how people can give us some of theirs so that we can continue talking about ours. Are you just trying to get people to go to our Patreon page to support this podcast so that we can continue our exploration of what it means to live in a rapidly changing world? Because although this is a labor of love, we do have expenses and by going to TransformationThursday.com they can help ensure that we can continue to be bringing this fun and insightful commentary on the world today, plus get exclusive patrons-only content. Um, if I say yes, can we get on to our next segment? Oh god, I hope so. Okay then, TransformationThursday.com Also, can you break a 20 for me? Sure, I can get that to you in euros. Okay, now you're just showing off. Welcome back to Transformation Thursday. I'm Penny Sterling, and my pronouns are she, her. And I'm still Amy Stevens, and I'm going to go with pronouns of, well, she, her. Yeah, that's a good one. It, it, it fits you as good as that polka dot dress that I saw you in the other day. Oh, that was a gorgeous dress, and that little sweater I had on over it. That, that, just... was, that was a wonderful combination, and you do that really well, which is amazing considering, me too, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fashionable as well. Yep. And that's pretty interesting because both of us transitioned relatively late in life when we had full-time, we were living full-time as ourselves, and we had family both older than us and younger than us that we had to deal with as we transitioned, as well as well-established established friends and professional relationships that we had to navigate through as we transitioned. And that's why I'm really happy that we're going to be talking about a uh, a post that you put up on Facebook called uh, Guidelines and Expectations to My Transition, where you set the boundaries of what is and is not acceptable for conversations with you and about you. And I thought we would take this episode to go uh, through and try and try and go through as much of that as we can. This might be a this might be more than a this might be a multi-parter is what I'm trying to say. I, I think this is going to be at least two. Yeah. I think I think we're going to spend some time on these. And so I'm thinking two, if not three episodes, and we'll drop them in as we need to. Let's take a look at what we got here. And I'm just going to basically yield the floor or the microphone, I should say, to you, Amy. And we'll uh, and I'll just interject as I see fit. 
You know, the one thing I just want to make my quick comment on, you know, you're talking about how well we usually dress, but today I'm sitting here in a sweater, um, just a splash of lipstick and nothing else really going on. I was going to run out the door and try to throw on some makeup as I was driving here, but my girl powers aren't quite there yet. Doesn't make you any less of a woman, though. No, it does not. And that's going to kind of play into this, isn't it? I think so. That's I think that's what's called a transition. A segue. Which we do real A segue. That's even a better word. Yeah. We do all those very well here. Here. So let's start with this. Um, so number one, um, as I, I'm not probably, I'm probably, well, I'm not going to go in order of my Facebook post, but I have some notes here. So I reordered these for me, but for you all, it'll work just fine. So number one, guidelines and expectations to my transition is Amy Stevens. Every person has a different experience in life. And this is no different for transgender people. So if you know a trans person and they, with big air quotes, did this or did that in their transition, and I don't do this or that, that's really my choice. And their choice. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not boxes that you can put into. That's kind of, we're kind of like the anti-box in a lot of ways. We And, and so it's kind of difficult to, or... Yeah, I guess difficult is the best word for this to try and label us and label our transitions because we all approach it differently and we have different feelings about how we want to be addressed and different feelings about the whole thing. Yeah, and I think when we get into the subject of my former name, I'm going to hit that really hard because I've had I've wrestled with that and that's changed and evolved. So that's one way. Of course, you know how we you know administer our hormones, how we um, what drugs we take, mm-hmm. what procedures we decide to do, how we decide to dress, whatever it is. However, we do this. Mm-hmm. We have to do it right for us yeah. and not for our family and friends. And you know, and that's I get into. I've been in a few arguments with a family member who I love very much and very dearly, you know, but they've been very loving and supportive of me and and being my advocate for family that's not in town here with me since, oh, well, be honest, all my family lives in other places. So he, he well, he's been a great advocate for me. And one of the things, though, is that, you know, he hasn't liked the way that I came out. And I had some very specific reasons for the way I did it, the way I managed it. But one of the things I've learned through this process is one of the worst things you can say to anybody when they are expressing their feelings to you is you shouldn't feel that way. You miss, you know, you can restate and talk about feelings. You know, one of the things, so as he was explaining to me why he didn't like the way I came out, I explained my feelings to him and he you know, we got to a point eventually it's like, I love you. I accept you. We just have to occupy these two different spaces and understand that we're just going to look at this from a very vastly different spot. All right. Number two, and we're going to talk about this. This one is near and dear to your heart. Oh boy. Yeah. And you've spoken about this on multiple occasions around me. So, um, please don't compare me to Caitlyn Jenner. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness, <laughs> because, yes. Because beyond us being transgender, I have absolutely nothing in common with her, especially my politics. And even though I'm not fond of Caitlyn because of her politics and other yeah. things of the like, if you dead name Caitlyn Jenner around me, I'm going to correct you. Mm-hmm. Her name is Caitlyn as my name is Amy. Period. Yeah. yeah, and that whole differentiating be- be- between her and and us. Yeah, I, I used to say there are two things. There's transgender, 
which is a bunch of us. And then there's transgender, <laughs> which is only her. Very few people are millionaires when they transition. Very few people, when they get their transition announced on the cover of Vanity Fair with a, fa with a high fashion photographer doing a layout of, 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 of them. So yeah, that is, that is, she, she is an anomaly, but she is also she. She is Caitlin because that is what she has, has decided that she's going to be. The other thing that I want to talk about is the, that phrase, dead name. Yeah, no, that, that, that leads into number three. Okay. So, and that's part of the feelings that we were talking about earlier. So, mm -hmm. so let's go there right now. I think that's a good, a good segue again. Mm -hmm. That term keeps coming up as well as transitions. We, we should, we should probably be, make segue one of our sponsors for yeah. this because everything that we do is a segue. <laughs> it's a good segue. So let's talk about names. So I wrote this back in June or July and I'm going to read it as I wrote it then. And mm -hmm. then I'm going to address it as my feelings have evolved on this topic. So, um, right when I wrote this, quote, I cringe now at hearing my old name, or as, as we refer to it, dead naming, once again, big air quotes. Now, don't get me wrong. I value everything in my life that has brought me to this point. But from now on, I'm living my life as a woman. And as such, my name is Amy. If you make an honest slip of the tongue, fine, I'm good with that. But recently, someone I know continued to dead name me even after being asked multiple times to call me Amy. His reason? Quote, I don't agree with that what you're doing. You know, so, end quote. You know what? I don't agree with people being assholes either. But hey, what's the big deal what I call you, right? So anyway, so let me address this. The most damaging thing you can do for a transgender person is not honor their name and pronouns. And we'll talk about pronouns in a little bit. So, and after being dead named at a doctor's office in New York City in May, I went to the subway broke down and cried on the subway. That is an ugly place to, to yeah. break down and cry. Yeah. And the worst part about that doctor's office is it was the Center for Transgender Surgery at Mount Sinai Hospital in Yikes. downtown New York, Manhattan. Yikes. And when I tried to correct the receptionist, she's like, oh, this is really hard. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, man. Look where you work, bitch. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of hard, like, this is hard for us. This is like the hardest thing you can do. Yeah. I mean, granted, I, I had I was in New York City for one day to go to this appointment. And then right after the appointment, I had a bus ticket back here to Rochester, seven hours on the freaking Greyhound. Mm. I'm not going to be all done up. Right. You know, for the Greyhound experience. Right. So, you know, it was just so, but to be dead named by that person in that moment hurt. Yeah. And, 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 and on top of that, that, that explanation of why. Yeah. Here's, it's hard. Here's, here's this. Ugh. Yeah. And, and as somebody who, and I, and I will own up to this, and this is a big issue that I have with myself. I tend to dead name far more than I am really comfortable with. I, I, it's something that really I, I need to own up to and I need work on. And I was actually talking with a former, uh, Transformation Thursday guest, Jace, uh, Myers Crosby last night about this. And, uh, it, it, and it was, and, and he, and I had a really good conversation because he was one of the people that I was having an issue doing this with. Yeah. And it, and I, and it was, what made it worse is I was trying to promote the show with him in it. And I kept on doing that and having to go back. Thank God Facebook allows you to edit so I could edit it out. But it was, I was, I was having, I, I was breaking down crying myself because it's like, why am I doing this to somebody I love? I honor, 
I believe, and you know, I was doing that, and and he was telling me that you know he was talking about the fact that he had a, his he was having an issue, he had an issue with this too, and uh, that breaking of the that that belief, you know, that I talk about it sometimes in, in other other issues about going that that distance from the head to the heart, where the head uh, says, mm-hmm. okay, this is a man because this is a transgender man, but and I and I and I rationalize, recognize, but my heart. For whatever reason, I'm still having a problem with it. Yeah. And so we'll get to pronouns here in a minute, but I do want to take a moment to address, you know, how I feel about my old name now, Mm -hmm. because I really try to avoid the term dead name in reference to me. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm I'm not going to advertise it here, but, you know, with friends and family, I'm a little bit looser with that now in the sense I still want to be called Amy. Mm -hmm. And I'm very appreciative of my family. You know, when they do slip up, they immediately correct themselves and they move on. You know, my mom did that last week and I said, okay. And she's like, look what I did. And I'm like, look, did you hear, did you see me not chastising you? You're trying. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's a big thing for me. But I look at my old name and I go, I spent 45 years plus the two years up until my going full time is living as that person, that mm-hmm. name. And so for me, I, I view it as, and you can disagree or not disagree with me. I don't really care because once again, this is my life, my experience. So fuck you. Um, not you You're personally. You're not my type, Amy. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, that person got me to this point where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I feel... And I'm a parent now, and I and I have been for you know almost 18 years. But I view that as if I just cut that person off, don't want to see pictures, don't want to acknowledge that. That's not fair to me. It's not fair to my family. And so I still need to honor that person when you know through pictures, through memories, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very specific, and I don't refer to myself or my old name, other than in this quick little comment here, I refer to it as my old name, my former name, but I'm really working on trying to avoid that term dead name yeah. just because I don't think it honors my past the way that I want to honor it. Yeah. The phrase I use is I call it my assumed name because uh, I never told anybody anything different. So they just assumed that's who I was. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree entirely. I, I'm not a big fan of it. I, I, uh, I still haven't legally changed my name for a number of reasons. And uh, oh, we're going to take care of that soon together there, sweetie. Oh, oh boy. You're going to drag me kicking and screaming into my true identity. Thank you yes. so much. I like when people do my work for me. Yes, really, yes, really. Yes, thank yes. you so much. Yes. Yeah, so that is really an important thing to remember, uh, that, that we are not, um, especially like you and I, who have spent a lot, like the majority of our lives, let's, let's. Yeah. Let's admit it's going to be the majority of our lives as this other person. We cannot just say, oh, that's my, uh, that's my, that, that, that doesn't count anymore. That's still who I was. It's still who I am in a lot of ways. And that's the other thing that as I have transitioned that I'm, that I've realized I'm becoming more comfortable with. There's still a lot of that same person in me. Yeah. And, and my ex and I have been speaking about this as well as, you know, my ex sees what's left of me from previously. Mm-hmm. And one of the big sticking points recently is because we're going our separate ways and I'm beginning to see somebody else is she's actually to the point now where she sees how much happier I am, how much nicer I am now, how better I am at communicating. Right. And she's actually a little upset that she never got to experience that person within our former relationship within our marriage. And so, I mean, that I, and I never thought about that from her perspective. She's, right. she really is. 
you know, yeah, anyway, I could go on and on about yeah, that. Yeah, it's understandable, <laughs> and it's a sad thing, but it is it is the way it is. It yeah. Is, you are here, and it is now, and for myriad reasons, that relationship is not going to happen. No, and, yeah, and so... And so, that, sad that that's true. Sad that it's true, but also happy now that... I'm in a position and I have somebody in my life that I can mm -hmm. be that person for. And those communication skills have really helped. Yeah. And I've discovered, uh, you know, I spent some time, you know, with, with my ex-wife. I found that I, you know, I, was a, I was a better ex-husband than I was a husband to her. And I then mm -hmm. when I transitioned, I found I'm a better girlfriend to her than I was an ex-husband. So uh, yeah, that... You know, just because we're getting along better does not mean that we should be together. No, it's that's, just yeah. And that's the same thing with your relationship that that you guys worked it out and came to a conclusion and are moving forward in a way that works for you. And it is sad, but it is. It is, and and it, that's all it is. But you know, you know where I'm at, you know, relationship wise. So I think I'm in a good spot. So mm -hmm. I'll continue to use my communication skills, and you know, with that new relationship with my ex, and yeah, you know, and my new relationship with my partner. That's a wonderful way of looking at it. And yep. so let's, best wishes to, to, to you on that. Well, we'll hear more about that, hopefully. Yeah, when the time is right. And when the time is right, when it happens. You yep. Know? So we've kind of alluded to this, or we haven't alluded to. We've already discussed this at some level, but let's talk about pronouns. Mm. Mine are she, her, and hers. Or as a secondary, if you said they, they're, them, I would be okay with that, I suppose. Just like names, pronouns matter for all the same reasons as being called by the right name. Remember, Amy is a she, her, hers pronoun type of gal. If you're not sure about somebody's pronouns, just default to they, that they, them, there until the person lets you know what theirs are, or you could just be polite and simply ask. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. not impolite, I don't think. Do you? Well, I it, asking, it, it's a good thing. Um, personally, I think what we do here on our show and what we've done before is when you introduce yourself, you say, hi, I'm Penny and my pronouns are she, her. Yeah. And that way you are then putting out, you're not asking them anything. You're just telling them that this is how I'm approaching this relationship where you know what my pronouns are. So they can actually then say, you know, my pronouns are or whatever, but that's all you really need to do. And, and so I, I'm wondering why you just took a picture of me. Because I'm going to put it on our Facebook page okay. later. Are, are, are you going to post it where Penny actually didn't misgender somebody? Hey, it's I don't a, know. The, 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 the spotted the rare non-misgendering Penny. You know, and you mentioned this earlier, so I'll, I'll bring it back up, is, you know, when when we do misgender somebody, it's the best thing to do is to say, I'm sorry, correct yourself and move on. And you got worked up one night with Jace, and you were... And I and I had to yeah. stop you. Yeah, I'm like Penny, you did it. You acknowledge it. Please stop. Yeah, I know. It's what I did. And it's that that is whatever reason I have this problem with making mistakes, and I end up making more mistakes. And yeah, it happens. I know, especially and, to with your imaginary friends. Yeah, well, I have a lot of them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is and, going by faster than I thought it would. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of happy with this. Me too. And so when that happens, what this means is that there is that I have work that I need to do on this, and that's on me. That is not on anybody else. And I don't have to I don't have to wear the hair shirt and self flagellize myself in front of people. I just have to say I'm sorry. This is an issue. 
you deserve better. Let me please try and work this out. Yep. So, yeah, and you're working on it. I, mean, I know. So you'll just keep trying. It's, it's hard not, for everybody. I mean, there's, there's, there is that disconnect, and I get it. Yeah. And so I've and even I, misgendered myself for crying out loud. I've said, "Oh, I'm think, a guy who," and I was like, yeah, "No, I'm not." And so I re- yeah, I've been there, done that too. Yeah. So. Hey, so let's talk about another favorite topic of ours. Well, um, is that dresses? No. Makeup? Gender dysphoria. That's not, <laughs> yes. Okay, favorite nuts. Yeah. Okay, yeah, continue favorite, on. Favorite, once again, with big old fat air quotes. Yeah, those air quotes need to lose some weight, sweetie. Yeah, but we don't want to, you know. Yeah, I know. So, gender yeah. dysphoria. Let's, gender dysphoria. First is, off, let's, let's, do, let's start out by telling people what gender dysphoria is. All right, so gender dysphoria is that incongruence between what you perceive yourself as in your head and what your body actually is. That's the way that I like to define it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Sometimes it is also the inability to see yourself as others see you uh, from, a, from, a women, from, from a standpoint. Like for me, I have a big issue with my hair. And so I will go, I hate my hair. And was, your hair is fine. And I was like, my hair looks really masculine. And people say, no, it doesn't. So, you know, the, <laughs> yes, I know, Amy, you have better hair than me. No, so I don't think I have better hair than you. You have a better, okay, you have a better hairstyle than me because I think you look cute as fuck with that new hair. Yeah. And that new color too. So It's yeah, close to your color right now, actually. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a sunnier color, but anyhow, this, hey, is, this, oh yeah, this, this is not the mutual okay, admiration yeah, society. Yeah, okay. Continue sure. on with gender dysphoria. <laughs> gender dysphoria is what many transgender people experience in varying degrees and what leads many of us to start taking hormone replacement therapy. Just like all of our lived experiences as trans people are different, so is how we experience gender dysphoria. If you have another transgender friend, don't compare their gender dysphoria to mine. The other thing about gender dysphoria is it it hits at the oddest times and for no particular reason in my case. But when it does, it can be a real true mind fuck. The best thing for me and my gender dysphoria has been starting hormone replacement therapy, or as we refer to it often, HRT, and presenting as much as possible as my true self. Now remember, that last little bit there... I was still, I was at the very tail end of being Mm part-time. And so a couple, a week or so later is when I actually started going into work full-time. So I would say that me going full-time is the number one thing in like this year that has made my gender dysphoria go very, I, yeah. Um, at the end of last year, I went from roughly Thanksgiving to like a, a mid-December without presenting female, taking hormones. And by the end of that time period, I was about ready to crawl out of my head. Yeah. Uh, it it was tough. It was hard because I'm on these hormones. I'm feeling feminine. I want to present feminine. I want to show myself to the world. And that's about the time that I figured I was like, I'm going full time sometime next year. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was the wise choice. Yeah. And you're right. That then that is the biggest thing, being able to finally present yourself, and, and and past that, getting to the point where presenting yourself is no longer a big deal, yeah. helps so much. Yeah, and you know, even to, you know, like I'm, we mentioned here just a little bit ago that I'm today no makeup, but I still have my cute hair. Mm-hmm. And cute I'm, glasses and cute you glasses, nails, nails done, and uh, you know, and but today I ran out for lunch, ran to the bank. Nobody gendered me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get sirred anymore, and I don't get mammed, especially if I'm dressed down. Yeah. So I think when people look at me, they just kind of go, 
Uh, we don't know. Or, or we don't care. I mean, that's the other or thing. Or we don't care. Yeah, exactly. You're there. You are depositing money in my checking account. Yeah. You know, that's all, or you're doing this, whatever it is. You're conducting business. How much time do you spend considering gender of the people that you deal with on a daily basis who are, who are cisgender? You don't. It's yeah. just a thing that you do. It's a person that you deal with, and that's the thing that we want to be remembered as are people. People. Yeah. So... That's that, that's an important thing, yeah. So I and, and yeah, and also hormones help tremendously. And you know, I especially talk, when you get shots, apparently, because you're just changing so fast. Yeah, I, and that's yeah, that's the the mode of delivery into your body matters more than I ever thought it would. I mean, I think I've changed more in the last two and a half, three months than I had in the previous year. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing pills and I'm going, I've, I've got an appointment to see my endocrinologist at the end of the month and I'm going to see about moving to shots as well. But yeah. So I it, think you'll like it. I'm sure I will. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of pointy things coming inside my body at these. Well, so many jokes. I know. I did specifically, but yeah, I like them in certain, there are moving forward, moving forward. So real quick, one final point about hormone replacement therapy. So one of the things that helped me the most this year was going full time, presenting as my true self. Um, you know, and one of the things I said, you know, to my ex is, you know, she wanted to still refer to me in my old name, even after I went full time. And one of the things I said to her is, hey, I can't be out there living in the world as Amy day in and day out and then come home because we still live together in separate bedrooms now, but we, and I, but I still can't come home and be called my old name. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do this full time, that's full time everywhere. Right. And, you know, she, she didn't like me forcing her into it, but I, you know, she's done an amazing job with it. And so, you know, I give her lots of kudos for that. So, um, and then, but last year in 2018, one of the big things I noticed about three weeks after starting HRT was how normal I felt. Yeah. And all that anxiety of, should I do the hormone? Should I not? You know, that I, because I was constantly thinking about that for so many years. Right. All that went away. Yeah. And so, you know, so uh, I know it works. And so if, and what I like to say to people is, you know, people like to say, you know, especially the anti-trans folks that we have a mental disease. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, we have a mental disease. But schizophrenia is a mental disease, right? Mm. Bipolar is a mental disease. All these, let's say, all these diseases are mental. Just like your, you know, perception of yourself is everything is mental. So if I were to walk into a doctor with bipolar, schizophrenia, or any other mental disease, and the doctor said, hey, take these pills, take this shot, and you're going to have an 85%, you know, you're going to be not cured, but, you know, your symptoms are going to reduce and you're going to be able to live a very happy, functional life. Right. You would sign up for that in a heartbeat. And we would want those patients suffering from mental illness to sign up for that program, right? Absolutely. Isn't that what we did? It is. Yeah, I, 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 pers I, I personally take a, I'm a little bit leery of, of, of classifying them, but you're right. If that, if you want to go by that way. That, I don't like the classification either, but right. just for the sake of that. Just for the sake of argument. Yes. Yeah. I would, I would, I would agree with, I would agree with that, that this is, yes, this is the way uh, that I am most comfortable living. This is the way that I'm mo most comfortable presenting myself. This is, be that's because this is who I am. Yeah. And I, I talk about this in the last show that I did, uh, Schmilf Life. I, I talk about the fact that 
I can't, I can't not be transgender. There is no way to switch that off in my head. If there was, I would have done it decades ago. Yeah. Uh, there, there, they, I can't even conceive of a way to do that. It is something that for me is in my subconscious. It is something in that, uh, I, I would, I don't know about you ever have those dreams where in your dreams you are a woman and then you wake up and you discover you're a man again and you're just pissed. No, I had those all the time. And I, and I was like, I would, I would get really upset and I would try to go back to sleep and like try to get that dream. I, I, I heard about this thing called lucid dreaming, where once you are asleep and you recognize you are dreaming that you could control the dream. And so when I heard of that, I tried doing that so that I could fall asleep and dream and then dream and say, oh, if I can control this, then I will make myself a woman in my dreams. That's what I tried to do. I never yeah. was able to do that. Yeah. But yet that is what I tried to do because I couldn't. Uh, do anything, anything I'm else? Sorry, sweetie. That is. It, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm I, You're I'm, here now. I'm here now, and I and and that this is where I am, and I I am very happy to be here. Okay, I think this is another segue number nine hundred this evening. Ooh. Yep. We're just we should write them these up. things out. We'll yeah, make some we money. And let them people go around. <clears throat> yep. Ever ridden a segue? No. Oh, they're fun. I gotta try that sometime. Do they do Segway tours here? I don't know. I was in Cincinnati doing a show. I was doing my show in Cincinnati, and the uh, the the, uh, the the head of the of the Fringe Festival there had hurt his knee, so he'd gotten a Segway from the set from the people, and so they like did this event where they brought everybody in and they allowed them to ride Segways and also bicycles that they had, and it was like. So there was an evening where it's all we did is we rode Segways and bikes as part of the Fringe Festival. It was just a great day. That sounds but I, like fun. Yeah, but let's segue back into your Ooh. your thing, a different segue. Yep. So um, this is actually a very good segue. So my existence and life experience as a trans woman trumps your opinion on the validity of who I am. I actually have an old friend tell me they disagree with the transgender philosophy. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> My life as a transgender woman is not some philosophy to be debated. The part of the brain that makes me trans is the same part of the brain that makes you a bitch. It's all about subconscious self-awareness, and obviously she's lacking in that department. So if you want to tell me how wrong I am, save your fucking breath, and I'm just going to tell you to go fuck off. Yeah. I was kind of in a salty mood when I wrote that. I was going to say that I, that's more F-bombs out of you than I think I've heard in like hours. So, yeah. that and Hours? That, yeah. I keep it clean on here. Yeah, I, I know. I was talking about stand-up routine. But uh, oh, I, I only use like one. Yeah, I know. Maybe two in my whole set. In, in your whole set. I know. So that was, yeah, so. I'm relatively clean. You're, yeah, well, that's because you bathe. Um <laughs> But no, you, you, you are right. And you know, the, the one thing that when people talk about transgender issues that just, that just gets me the worst is when they say, Hey, whatever your, if it's your lifestyle. Yeah. My lifestyle. It's not a life. If, if I sold all of my belongings and bought a VW microbus and went around and toured, uh, jam bands like fish and toured with them and just went there and danced in their in their, in their, in their parking lots, that would be a lifestyle. Yep. If I pooled all my money and bought a house on a golf course and spent my evenings in the club, that would be a lifestyle. I would do both of those things as a woman because that's not my lifestyle. It's who I am. Yep. And so, yeah, that, and that is who I am. And you don't get to tell me that you don't get to tell, just like you can say you it's, it's wrong for you to feel that way. You don't say you're wrong for being who you are. That's gaslighting. And that is bullshit. Yeah, one of the things in there, you know, when I wrote that was 
you know, not only that part about the lifestyle, but also, you know, this this person is a nurse. Mm-hmm. And she really has this idea that the, being transgender is not medically possible. And so I'm like, you aren't a transgender yeah, you aren't a your, transgender. It's not your kids. field of specialty. Stick with the babies, sweetie. Yeah, you, you can give shots. Was, yeah. was she a NICU or a pediatric nurse? Or? Uh, yeah, I think she was just in regular labor and delivery. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a great place for her to be. Yeah. And so so not even, you know, and so, of course, I got, well, you're not a nurse. I'm like, oh, yeah. great. It's like, are you, you going to, yeah, well, neither. And you're not, it's like, it's like yeah, you're, if, if you're a nurse and or a doctor and you're a urologist, you're not going to go to them for a brain aneurysm. Yeah. And so, you know, but one of the Except things. Except these people who think with their dicks. Yeah. Saying. Well, and one of the things, so about that is, you know, my, it goes back to, you know, and we've already touched on this, my existence, your existence it's not open for debate. No, it is not. And it's not a political statement for us to live our lives truly authentic to who we are, no matter what the bigots and transphobes say. Mm-hmm. It's our life. We lead it the way we want to lead it. If you don't like us and don't want to associate with us, fine, just let us know, and we'll, we don't need to hang out. I'm right. good I'm good with that. Right. And so, so yeah, so that, that, that's kind of where that came from. That was the genesis of that comment. Yeah, well, and it, it, it's a it's a cruel comment. I mean, if you're a nurse, if you're in the and you're in the medical profession, the first thing you do is do no harm, and that is very harmful. And the ones that get me are the ones that are the the, the people who are like, you know, they're they're forcing these kids to have surgery to, and, and they're forcing drugs on these. That's not what they're doing. What they're no. Do, what they're doing is they're working with kids who have issues with their gender to help them figure out the best way to live their lives. Yeah, and I'm not going to out this person because it was off off mic when when they brought this up, but we had a guest here who said that they have a 4-year-old relative in their family or a relative of theirs when they were 4 years old said, "I was born in the wrong body." Mhm. I am I'm not this, I'm that. That that the research says that kid knows who they are. Honor that. And I would say on top of that, congratulations, parents, because you're doing the right thing. You've made a space safe enough for them to say to you this truth about themselves. I knew that myself, but there was no way in hell that I was ever going to say that to my parents because I I was terrified of them. But you grew up, what, 60s, 70s, and I grew up in in the late 70s and and 80s. So, yeah, we weren't going to have that conversation, but you know what? But the research, the modern research says those kids know, and those parents aren't throwing hormones down that child's throat at eight years old. Right now, they're letting that child just explore their gender, dress the way they want to, mm-hmm. and move and move through life. And you know what? The kid has no issues at school because it's just it's the schoolmates just know the kid as that kid. Yeah, and yeah, there's too many way. There's too many things that you know. There's there that haters are gonna hate, and that doesn't matter if they're forty or if they're four. Yep, you're, you're gonna have these issues, and it's gonna it's gonna be up to the people around to then. And so the problem is not with the with the person who's being attacked; it's with the person who's doing the attacking, yep. and that's another issue entirely. So we only got a few left, so I think we can blow through these because a lot of these we've just we've we've spoken about in previous episodes. We've kind of touched on them here, but I think this is the one that you know um, 
we'll probably talk the most about as we wrap this up. You got it. So gender in some cases isn't determined by sex. So don't say to me, you're, you're going, (laughs) sorry. I just, I can't believe, oh gosh. We're keeping this in by the way. I know it's just, it just cracks me up, but, um, you know, so my genitalia is my, my business. Mm Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. asking me about it while I'm getting my legs waxed is not a proper thing to do. Right. Um, so sure, I make a, my penis part of my comedy act, but mm-hmm. it's really more to show the absurdity of the questions I get being tra- a transgender woman. Now, my ex or, you know, part any partner, significant other, sure, I can see that they have a vested interest in knowing. Well, my ex did when we were trying to figure out if we we're going to separate. But, mm-hmm. you know, that those are private conversations. Right. That I'm going to share with people on a need to know basis. Right. And and not some stranger at a bar. My yeah. taxidermy joke, if you haven't heard my set, I have a taxidermy joke where a lady approaches me at the bar, says, you're transgender. I say, yes, I am. And about 30 seconds later, this is a true story. She looks at me and says, what are you going to do with your penis? And I'm like, I don't know. What should I, what should I do with my penis? Yeah. I, I mean, I was just, I, I was only on hormones for a few months. What should I do with my penis? She's like, taxidermy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Another <laughs> Effenheimer. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, yeah. so, I mean, what, in what world or universe is it okay for me as a transgender person to turn around, look at you or anybody else and say, hey, um, what do you do with your balls? Yeah. Do you, do you get those suckers shaved? Do you wax them? I mean, I don't. I don't need to know. I don't care. And for me, I made them into earrings. Um, oh, God. So, and no, I did not. That is not there. I have no idea where they ended up. They're not with me anymore, and I could not be happier about that. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, you, but you, volu- are right. you volunteer that information that you had that surgery on your own basis as you get to know people or right. so you feel comfortable here on our podcast. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a level, but for somebody else, it's a level of intimacy issue. That that is that is oftentimes usurped, and it's like, who else are you going to talk to about their genitalia? Nobody. Yeah, exactly, and the, the, one of those things. Have you had the surgery yet? Well, yeah, I had an appendicitis, and so I had the appendectomy. So that was the surgery that I had. I had a broken back. I had a you know vertebrae sur- fused, and I mean I had that surgery. Those yeah, those that's the surgery you had. A deviated septum. Have that. I've had that surgery. Yeah. 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 Uh, your your septum's as deviated as you are, Amy. Yep, that's right. So wow. staying with the theme of genitalia, um, just because of our genitalia doesn't make me or any other trans woman a dude, Mm-mm. just like a vagina or lack or thereof or whatever or whatever for a trans man doesn't make that person female. Right. So, I, I concur entirely. Yeah. Tr- a trans man is a man and a trans woman is a woman. I even once heard somebody, a woman, a trans woman talk about the fact that uh, her her penis is female because she is a woman. So if she's a woman and she's got a penis and it's a female penis. Yeah. And, that's, and that is absolutely fine for her. And I think that's the big takeaway that I want for everybody to, to have with this show is that of this is none of your business. Yep. Well, and I had a friend of mine, ex-friend now, um, you know, one of the things, you know, he said to me in our last conversation on the phone, I was like, well, as long as you have a penis, you're going to be a dude to me. You know what? That's just a really plain, dumbass thing to say. As long as you feel that way, you're going to be an ex-friend to me. So, oh, well. Yeah. One last thing, it's not on your manifesto, but something that I've, I've been thinking about a friend of mine who is transitioning uh, 
they're you have young. another friend who's transitioning. I have so many oh friends who are transitioning. Gosh, I thought I was your only one. Uh, well, you're well, you're 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 my only friend. Friend. Yeah, with the we're air best quotes. Friends. We're best friends. Yes, we're the we're we are the Megan Mac best friends club. That joke's never gonna get old. And neither are we. Uh, but this 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 person is is transitioning, and they're they're fairly young. They're in their early twenties. And they have changed their name three or four times. Oh, that's got to get expensive. That's got, well, they're not doing it legal. They're still oh. trying, but they're trying to figure out who they are. And that's yeah. part of the process. And, you know, just like it, it, this is all in, extremely new and we all, none of us have ever done this before. The first time we do it, we have, you know, we have a gender that we are and we are li- moving into it. And we've got to figure it out as we go along. And so things like that, some things that may seem okay at the beginning with us may not be. That question that you were asked a couple of drinks in, it it came out of the blue. You'd never had that question asked you before. You didn't know how to respond to it. I, I've had questions asked to me when I was when I was younger, when I when I first was transitioning, that I answered in a way that I would not do it now, just because I have the experience now of having been in that situation, seen what it is, have a better idea of my what my reaction is going to be to it, and yeah. then I give it back out. What I what I say usually means like my penis is the least interesting part of me. Why do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I. I don't want that to be the last thing here. So bring me yep. one more one more pearl of Amy wisdom. Actually, actually, we got two. Oh, good. Two. Good. Two. So th- we've already touched on this, so this will be quick. So this is, even if I'm not all done up with my makeup, wigs, and women's clothing, doesn't mean I'm having a boy day, quote unquote. Especially since you got rid of the wig. Yay! Yay! I am a woman all day, every day. Women don't have to be all done up to be considered female. And this rule also applies to trans women. Get it? Got it? Good. Yep. So, yeah. So, you know, like today, I just, I worked from home remotely. I had a pile of stuff to do. And all of a sudden at 540, I was out the door. I didn't have time to put on makeup. And yeah, I still need to shave my face. So did I, I shaved this morning. I got a little, I got a a little bit. uh, It looks like, it looks like, what's really great is that what time is it now? As we're going at seven o'clock. Yeah. But you got like maybe a three o'clock shadow. So you've you've cut down tremendously. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I did get some electrolysis on my face. So that, that did help. I need more, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. And I want to say, you know, and I, I have a problem with this, not, I have a problem with internalizing this is what I'm trying to say. I, I, I love to ride my bike, but I have cut down dramatically since I've transitioned because you talked about dysphoria. I have a problem, you know, because when I'm in my when I'm riding and I'm in my in my cycling clothes, um, I really feel incredibly masculine. I feel like I look incredibly masculine, which really plays up on my dysphoria, which is kind of a difficult thing because bicycling was, is my primary form of exercise. I love to ride my bike, yep. but now I hate to ride my bike because I hate the way I look. And nine times out of 10, it doesn't matter, but sometimes like you're, you're driving along and someone goes, hey dude, good pace. It's like, no, not a dude. Yep. So anyhow. Well, it's better than being yelled at say, hey, faggot. Oh, I've had that too. Yeah. Not, not on a bike, but. I bet at running. Yeah, I can imagine. It's it's it it hurts. It does hurt, and you know, and you know, but I also have cis a cis lesbian friend who said, "Welcome to the club, sweetie." So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just shut up, people. Yeah. And your last point. 
My last point is I am at the point of my transition that I don't think most people around me really want to talk about me being transgender so much. So I am actively not trying to bring it up so much in my social circles. Let's just talk about whatever we used to before. Maybe we can find new topics to chat about. Whatever it is, we can find something else beyond gender to talk about. And this came from a couple points. One is it was some true self-reflection to say that, you know what, this is a huge part of my life and I wanted to talk about it, but I'm really trying to get to the point where I'm not. So mm-hmm. a good example of this is I went out with a friend on Saturday night. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Of course, we addressed the issue. We talked about it at a high level. How are the family? How are the kids? How's your ex doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then we talked about working out. We talked about him playing volleyball. We talked about me running. We talked about working out. You know, we just, we just talked about life, Your life. work. Exactly. And so we, we got beyond that pretty quickly. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, and that's wonderful. Yeah. And you know, and the other thing is that the night that I wrote that comment, I had actually gone to a fire call and I actually had to drive the ambulance to the hospital. And when we got there, just so when we got to the hospital, we ended up waiting for a while just to make sure that everything was okay. And then I had to wait for somebody to come pick me up and the firefighter to come pick me up. He's a conservative guy, you know, and nice guy. He, you know, somebody misgendered me. He's like, nope, that's she. That's nice. That's nice. But I could also tell just in the conversation when we got in the car and started driving back to the firehouse that he didn't want to talk about me being transgender. He wanted to talk about his life. You know, the kids, the cars, yeah. you know, the things that are interest to him, how, you know, you know, kept it high level with me. Well, how's your work? How's everything going on? You know what? That's fine. Yeah, that's We, we don't fine. need, to, you know, he just treated me like he would anybody else. Yeah. And I would like to piggyback uh, something uh, on this that I um, have had an issue with. And that is if I'm transgender and you know me and I, I, I don't want to hear, oh, you need to meet my friend. Zaphod or whatever, because Zaphod, you have so much in common. And, you know, Zaphod is an 18 year old racquetball player who is transgender and lives in Australia. We don't have a lot in common. We have one thing in common and that is not enough to cor- to, to make a friend. Like we don't need to know every other trans person that you have in your life. If, if just because we're trans, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's like, yeah. So they put us together like, Oh, hi. So how's racquetball in Australia? Oh, cool. Well, see ya. You know, it doesn't really matter that they're transgender. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter that I'm transgender. We have a relationship because we're people that have a relationship. And I don't need to be introduced to every trans friend. Do you, like, introduce every black friend that you have to every other black person you know? If you do, that's There's so you. many jokes in there, too. I know. Well, you know, and I think a good example of that is, you know, we have a mutual friend you know, and I, and you know, and I was interested in being friends with her. You know, she's she's super nice, and you know, but at the same time, I could just tell, you know, we're friends, we're acquaintances, and that's all that relationship's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we touch base every now and then. We're polite. We see each other in public. We say hi. We're polite, but that's really all that is, and that's and that's okay. Yeah. Well, I don't need to be best friends with anybody else but you. But me, that's right. Yeah, I I, I agree with all these things that we're talking, and I'm really <clears throat> glad you wrote it. It was it was a great. Uh, at, at, at reading it, I could feel the catharsis coming off of you uh, of getting this off your chest, and it was it's a great guide for everybody. Um, I, you know, I I, I 
I like to call your manifest. I, I could see you like nailing this on the door of some cisgender, you know, headquarters like Martin Luther on the Catholic Church. Yeah, and I think I wanted to post it to define my transition for my friends and family because mm-hmm. so much of what I got was, you know, it wasn't. It was more from people that had known me for a super long time. Yeah, and and I understand where that angst anxiety about my transition comes from right but with me knowing that i was going to be going full time in a week or two i had to draw a line in the sand and because most all of my family lives in other places Mm -hmm. facebook was the place to do that and and i wish i wasn't i mean i wish i could have sat them down in a room and had this frank conversation with them you know and i got a little bit of pushback Right. On it, I think you may have seen a few comments from here and there, but I think I handled them very well. I didn't have anybody message me, arguing with me. Um, like I said, I did have one conversation with somebody close to me, but, you know, we explained our positions. Neither one of us apologized. We didn't need to apologize. And we just continue to move forward and know we love each other and that we're going to be part of each other's lives till the days we die. Yeah, that is that is a very mature way of doing that, and I applaud you for that. Yeah. But no, I think we're... No, 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 real quick, you know, but when it comes to feelings, and I talk about this is, you know, if you take one thing away from this, you know, when, it, when we are talking about transition and we are dealing with our families and loved ones, especially the ones that have known us for a long time, allow them the space to grieve, allow them the time to grieve. Mm-hmm. Allow them to feel what they need to feel, but at the same time, you have to feel out a process. You have to feel them out and say, okay, where can I draw that line and how do I draw that line? And that was one of the conversations I had with my mom. She's like, well, you need to give us time. Okay. How much time do you need, mom? Yeah. Uh, You know, and I'm willing to give you time and, you know, but, you know, and that was kind of a good conversation for her because... One, it and she knew that I needed that I needed to move on. Right. And she from that point forward yeah. has really made that effort. And I really I really appreciate that from my mom. Yeah, and the and the idea is and, and sometimes it just might be too painful. So you might need time to get to process this. I might need distance from you while you process it because otherwise it becomes too painful for me. Yep. But that doesn't mean that there's not love there. There's just confusion and there's healing yep. that needs to be done. My one, my my best non my best non Amy friend when I told her that I was trans transitioning, uh, was was upset for a while because she was like, "I finally found a man who got it," and then it turns out it wasn't a man after all. That's a that's fantastic. I yeah, love that. Yeah, that really is. So thank you so much, Amy, for coming into our show. Yeah, and, I and, love being here on our yeah. show. Would you come back next week for the next week's show as well? Yeah, you know, here's the interesting thing. So we're recording this a little off of our usual schedule. Usually we record on Sundays and then, you know, drop the next Thursday or the one after. But we're recording on a Monday. So this is going to drop on, what day is I'll that? See that the, the 10th. 10th. No, the 11th, isn't it? 10th. Oh. Uh, look at your calendar. I could actually look at a calendar and come up with that answer much 10th. easier. So it's going to drop on... Come on, move calendar. I'm I'm also trying to use an optical mouse on a glass table, so it's not working all that well. Tenth. Tenth. Yeah. Dude. Do this to my calendar, not to anybody in this room. Thank Man. you. Well, no. It's, yeah, why would I be yelling at you when it's me that's having this issue? It's a tenth. 
By golly, you're right. It's the 10th. So this episode is going to drop on October 10th. And at that, so what's going on here in my week is we are recording this on September 30th. Uh, so I will be leaving for Denver the evening of the 2nd. So just in a few days or 48 hours from now, I'll be on the airplane actually on my way to Denver. This will be the first time that my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, and I also have my godmother coming in are going to meet amy wow so how do you feel about that thinking about it now the emotions really starting to hit me yeah i can i can imagine and so you know i'm last week was national daughter's day and i posted something i'm like oh i missed it yesterday but don't worry mom we can get a picture with both your daughters when we're in town and she loved that comment so you know what guess what i'm gonna do this weekend i'm gonna take that picture you have a safe trip Thank you. And so what, when we get back and we record on, let's see, what day will we record again? On the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, on the thir- uh, That week of the 7th are going to be oral arguments, actually, for all this um, Trump administration wanting to discriminate against LGBTQ people. Mm-hmm. Normally, so, I love oral yep, arguments, but yeah, not this time. Yeah, not this time. But so on the 13th, we're going to be having on our show our first remote guest. And this person is a transgendered lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. Ooh, yes, you were telling me about her. Yes, so that's going so that's going to be great timing. But I think also we'll do a second segment that night on how my my family visit went. Good. What do you think of that? I think that's a great idea, and I think I better figure out how to use this console so we can do a do a, a remote. Yep. But well, that'll be then. This is now. We have to wrap up now. If you're interested in supporting us, you can go to our Patreon page, and the address for that is? www.transformationthursday.com. And you know what? I, while you were gone the other night when Woody was here, I recorded a little segment, so you can just drop it in now for that, too. Ooh, I'll take a listen to that. Yeah. Sounds like a fantastic thing. And But we got to wrap up now. Amy, thank you so much for being on your own damn show. Nah, thank you for having me on my own damn show. All right. And for, but for now, it's time for us to say goodbye. I'm Penny Sterling, she, her. And I'm Amy Stevens, she, her. And let's say this in unison tonight. Good night, everybody. everybody. If you'd like to support Transformation Thursday, you can do so in the following ways. On Facebook, like the Transformation Thursday podcast. To support us financially, you can do so by going to our Patreon page by typing www.transformationthursday.com into your browser of choice. On Spotify, Google Podcasts, and or Apple Podcasts, please subscribe to Transformation Thursday. And on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating and write us a short review. It's free, and it really helps to get Transformation Thursday out to a broader audience. Finally, Transformation Thursday is copyrighted material, all rights reserved, 2019.